Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Good Morrow podcast. On this podcast, we're going to be discussing uh, three questions um, that are straight out of the textbook of the Research Foundations and Fundamentals textbook. Um, It'll follow question one out of chapter one, question two out of chapter two, question three out of chapter three. Um, we'll start with the first question. It's wanting to know, um, why this following condition exists. Our female sales representatives have lower customer defections than do our male representatives. And it's two parts. Um, part A wants us to propose the concepts and constructs you might use to study this phenomenon. And I thought it would be nice to kind of cover what a concept is. And I pulled that straight from the definition in the book. A concept is a generally accepted collection of meanings or characteristics associated with certain events, objects, conditions, and situations. And that's straight out of the textbook. And there is also a, a definition on constructs. It's... A construct that the book says it's an abstract idea specifically invented for a given research and or theory building purpose. And so in order to build these constructs, um, we need concrete concepts. And that's kind of where we need to, um, to kind of focus our attention here. And the three that I came up with is kind of, I think, experience, knowledge, and uh, like social skills or social engagements. I think they play a role in kind of defining, you know, why there might be less defects with females. Um, You know, there may be better experience. They may know the product better. They may know They may have better knowledge of the product and they may just have better social skills. And I think that all can be constructed into, you know, sales skills to to maybe lower those defects that they're facing. Um, I think the second part, part B of the question, um, how might any of these concepts and constructs related to explanatory explanatory hypotheses. Well, I think a lot of this could be dependent on a couple different things. And I would kind of like to draw from a real life experience that I had to experience um, in the retail industry. Um, I had to, in fact... um, we were running, we were low on staff this day and I had an older woman approach me needing some help on locating a certain undergarment. At the time, I did not know how to, to proceed with, with it. I fumbled around for a little bit with my wording and luckily my manager came up and uh, was able to take the cell, female manager, mind you. Uh, It was just two of us working that day. Um, But looking back at that, I think about the uncomfortable 
situation that could have posed for not only me, but obviously for the customer. And so I think there's a real, I think there's a real problem kind of with just relying on just, you know, two or three different concepts. Cause I think, um, defects in sales could be situational behavioral. I mean, there's no, there's no one way to, to, to target that. So it's always, always got to have an open mind in, in looking at any of these, any of these concepts and, and, and why, um, why these defects exist. <clears throat> okay. So question two is, um, also something we're going to cover. This one is, um, wanting us to, well, I'll just read it. You have received a business research report done by a consultant at your firm. It's a life insurance company. The study is a survey of customer satisfaction based on a sample of 600. You are asked to comment on its quality. What will you look for? Well, I think since the sample is only 600, uh, I would want to make sure the 600 were, were, you know, good, unbiased data collections. I want to really evaluate all that. So there would need to be an evaluation process uh, to look at the data to make sure that all of it is random and and fair. Um, How was the sample of the 600 chosen? Why was it chosen? Why, why was the number 600 chosen? Uh, why I would want to know, you know, certain demographics like age, maybe even socioeconomic status. Cause I think that can play a role in, in certain, um, life insurance packages, whether it is a group or a supplemental life, what types of packages these people have, or what type of plans these people have bought. Um, how old are these people? You know, that is, you know, baked into the demographics. Um, I also would ask, you know, what the actual purpose was of the study. Why are we doing this study? Um, uh, I also would want to know, like, the research design behind the study. And lastly, I found this in the book, which I thought was something that maybe can be overlooked at times because some companies have, you know, are privy to information that is confidential. And I think the ethical and lawful side of conducting research and running a sample on certain people, you need to take care in keeping certain um, identities and confidentiality, um, you know, secretive and, you know, follow certain guidelines, whether it be HIPAA or whatever. Um, so I think that is definitely, um, something that needs to be done by any kind of researcher that informed consent and, you know, just avoid any kind of liability there. Um, in question three, this one is asking, us were confronted by low sales and the president of Oaks International Incorporated asked a research company to study the activities of customer relations department in the corporation. 
So what are some of the important reasons why this research project may fail to make an adequate contribution to the solution of management problems? Well, so this one, I'm guessing there's a management dilemma that exists. Um, it's dealing with low sales. And so the cause of low productivity is customer relations. That's basically what the president is thinking. Um, he's thinking there is some sort of causal or correlational relationship between low sales and CRM, which is, I guess, customer relations management here. Um, but I think there needs to be an evaluation of other factors, such as, you know, intervening variables, customer relations, such as knowledge of product or service, you know, that can that can really help, you know, in increasing sales, but maybe there's a lack of that. Maybe there's a lack of knowledge in how to sell the product or the, or sell the service, whatever, whatever it may be that they do. Um, he, and I think that, you know, it may be something that is part of the product life cycle. You know, the PLC Maybe at a certain um, stage, um, you know, in the book they have the graph, and it may be in the maturity stage. It may be declining. Maybe time to harvest it, or maybe time to look to um, increase uh, marketing or more research, and maybe even look into inventing or innovating a new product. Um, but. I think no matter what, I think that it's a good starting point, but I think the president of the company should definitely do more exploratory research once this study is completed and just check all potential problems with that because it could be multiple factors contributing to low, low sales. So, um, that is, that concludes the podcast and I really, Appreciate you guys um, listening and uh, thank you.